This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Portnoy, and we are back with the Ask Jason Live show, where I feel that questions from people live, you're not going to want to miss this one. Check it out. Let's start with our first question from Damien. Okay, so what's the best way to ask for a raise or get paid more by the company I work for? All right, Damien, the best way to get paid more by the company you work for is to provide value to that company. It's the same way you get a raise. You're based off the value you bring to the company. So find a gap in that in what your company is doing or what your company is not doing in terms of the industry that they're in and become an expert in that one area, I would say, become an expert in that field. And now you're the go-to guy to lead that change in the business. So that's how you provide value. You're finding that little gap of where you are now, where the business is right now, where the industry is going, where's that gap? And you become everything you can, or you spend all your time how to become the expert in that transition, in that area, then your value to the company's insanely high. And then you go and present it to your boss the same way you get a raise. You go in and you're prepared. You're, you're professional. You go in and you have a list of all the things you've done to bring the company value. I believe that raises come based off merit, based off what you bring to the company. They don't come because I think every year someone should get a raise. Megan knows this very well. I'm a big believer that I believe employees should not be capped at all on what they can make in a business. I believe they could make $40 million a year if they wanted to. I think a secretary, I think the warehouse, anyone can make as much money as possible. And the way I do it is the same way I learned that that's what Grant Cardone does and a lot of other different people that I've learned from is that everyone becomes a salesperson for the business. Megan, who's my amazing super assistant, and I'd be pretty lost without her. She wants to make $300,000 a year. Great. She will get paid the same commission any salesperson would make. She brought in business, to the, brought in clients to the business, brought in coaching programs, sold products, whatever it was, she would earn the same commission as any salesperson. Every single person in my business gets treated like that. Therefore, it now becomes down to the value you bring to the company. Best way to go ask for a raise is show the value that you bring into the company and truly why you deserve a raise and demonstrate it, quantify it, what that has done for the business and what your value is, has brought into the business. And the other way is to make sure you get a job that pays you more and values you more is find that gap in what your business is doing, become that expert, and then show how you're going to lead that charge. I want to learn new skills and get better at things like marketing. What's the best resource? And this is from Rasha. Google. Every question to the world is on Google. Talking that people still ask me questions that my response should pretty much be like, okay, hang on a second. Let me Google that for you. Go Google things. You want to learn how to do marketing? Go on YouTube. Go watch hours and hours of it. Don't invest $40 billion into courses and whatnot that are... Go learn, go watch, go understand, go play around. And then the most important part is put into practice what you're learning or, or join my coaching program. If you want to spend money, I'll, I'll treat you way better than buying a course would. But the answer is YouTube and Google. I, I don't even want to expand on that. Awesome. All right. Um, you, you get chippy, Jason, <laughs> with these questions and a time constraint. That's like the recipe for Jason being super chippy. Just straight to the point. Blunt okay. Jason in full effect right now. Okay. 
All right. Next question from Ash. What do you think are the most important traits to being successful? Constant learning, realizing that you can't stay comfortable where you're at. You always have to keep learning. The best and truly most successful people I know, they're constantly learning in their field. They're constantly learning other fields. They just want to get better. They want to stay up to date on what's going on. And then number two on that would be action. So the best people, they read something and then they implement. A lot of people will just like to read books and never implement. And they just want to say how many books they've read. I care more how many books have you implemented on from the learnings you've done. And then third is be around the best people. I, I think your circle matters. I think people are matter. That's why I have a coaching program and not a course. That's why I like group coaching more than I do private coaching. That's why I like mastermind. You be around some of the smartest people in the room and some of the smartest people on the planet. So keep learning, implement, and then surround yourself with the best people in, in that area. Okay. All right. So since this is a short episode, we'll just go ahead with my question, my weekly question. What is your favorite part of being an agency owner? And what is your least favorite part? Oh, Megan. Wow. I know. That's a loaded question. (laughs) That's a good question. Google it and YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. My favorite part about being an agency owner is first client ever. We grew from a basement of their house, working out of the basement of the house to three different offices. They outgrew three different offices or two different offices and the basement of their house while working with us. That's an incredible thing watching that happen. Watching someone who almost closed the doors during COVID become an eight-figure business, right? From marketing and advertising, purely from marketing and advertising and not cutting the budget and actually going hard on it. Watching that happen is incredible. Watching one of our clients now that is expanding their warehouse because they just can't keep up because of what marketing and advertising has brought to their business. From an agency side of things, that's an incredible thing to see. It's incredible to watch businesses grow based off the practices that you put into effect. The hardest part about being an agency owner is that I don't control a lot of the things that we need in order to be successful. Marketing agency is a partnership, right? Traffic alone and advertising alone can't save your business. You still have to have a good product. That everything I just said, I say advertising helped, but it also helped that they had a good product and they did their part. The hardest part being an agency owner is that you're tasked pretty much with growing the business, but without full control of what it actually takes to grow the business. So there's a lot of blame on you. It's a lot of what have you done for me lately? It's sometimes a really thankless job because you could have a great month and you're not thanked for it because it was our product that was obviously great and you could have a bad month and then you get the blame for it. That's hard. I think that part is, and really if you're an ethical agency owner, which I truly believe I am and I truly believe there's a lot of people out there, I believe the work starts after the contract signed. I think it's easy to get someone to sign a contract. I, the reason why we don't have 10 billion clients is because we say no and I make that whole process a lot more difficult because of this next part is that the work begins after the contract signed. Mm-hmm. and my reputation's on the line, right? It's my name. I may not be the one running the ads daily anymore, but it's my name on, on, on the business. It's my name behind everything. We do a bad job. That's my reputation. And sometimes you're not fully in control of those things. So it's hard to reconcile those two. So yeah. I think those are probably the best and worst part. Okay. Well said. I guess that's it. Cool. Back next week. And, uh, and yeah, sorry for the rush, guys. Guys and gals, if you have any questions, put it in the comments below. More than happy to jump on it next week. But we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks, Megan. All right. See ya. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly someone who wants to take their business to the next level. And I understand that being an entrepreneur 
It's a lonely place. It could be a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just super important, as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you have in order to scale and grow your business. It's why I launched the Market Domination Coaching Group, and it's we are open for invitations right now to join. So to request an invitation and book a free diagnostic consultation, let's call it a game plan call, head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. It's where I will jump on a call with you and show you at least three ways you could possibly grow your business, whether we work together or not, we'll still do this. Uh, it's going to be the best business decision you'll make uh, today. Uh, so speak soon. Head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. Book your free game plan call and I'll speak to you soon. 